Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome. This is Off Brand Podcast. Yeah, we're uh, Dandelion Branding, and this is our podcast where we just talk about stuff that isn't like tangible how to do branding stuff, mostly how hard it is to be an entrepreneur <laughs> and all the stuff you got to think about. Pretty much. It is the more emotional side of being a business owner and how it affects your life. Pretty much. And yeah. we just kind of laugh through it and um, share about how we deal with this stuff. Yep. How else um, can you deal with it, really? Just by laughing it off and chatting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah nobody said this was easy. Um, <laughs> and we decided to do it anyway. So, <laughs> there. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. This is episode 12. Good job. Pretty crazy. Courtney is like the best record keeper ever. Well, I mean, you're pretty good at making our calendars and stuff, and I just write down the episode number on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Spoiler alert. It's not that. It's not like a. <laughs> but uh, thanks. You know, regardless, it's yes. I I'm, I enjoy keeping track of it because um, it's fun to see that number get higher because we never really I don't know like this whole podcasting was totally just a an experiment and a fun little thing to kind of play with and now you know we've done a dozen so yeah um stoked to see what else we can do but yeah yeah anywho how are you doing i'm good um i was before this call i was feeling nervous and now i feel less nervous nervous yeah nervous why Oh, you know, I because I'm going to go on a plane and I got a lot of stuff to do. I'm I'm going to California um, because we're going to record our video um, to start crowdfunding. Uh, asking people for money is weird. Um, yes, it is. It sure is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's okay. I yeah, I, it's okay. Like it's it's not. I'm not gonna die. At no point, yeah, it will no, just at, kill you. No, yeah, mm-hmm. no, and, and I, I like that's just where my brain goes. Um, every single time I get nervous is like I'm gonna die, uh, which I learned today because, mm-hmm. um, which I well, not learned but remembered, I guess, today because I went, it's really, really cold outside, and the ground is not as cold as the air. So it's foggy as hell, yeah. like everywhere here. And it's, it's beautiful, really. But um, and it's also like freezing in the air. So all the spider web is freezing and foggy. Like all the spider webs that are on the trees and everything ha- have like crystals, ice, ice crystals on them. Yeah. They're beautiful. Um, I should send you a picture because I took like 50 Sure. obviously <laughs> cool, beautiful outside things is my brand yes. um but it's also creepy as fuck 
the like fog situation the yeah, fog situation is yes. so and i went on a walk today uh and at dusk well I, it was still light outside but like legit you can look at the sun it's been so foggy for the whole week that you can look at the sun here Yikes. it's like pink yeah it's like behind the bus. no like- it's just so diffused it looks like the moon Whoa! It looks like there's a full moon because the sky is clear. It's just foggy. It's really, it's actually really, really cool. But um, so the sun had started to go down, and I was like still walking my dog in the woods. It's just a park we go to, and I'm like, <laughs> I like look over, and there's just a dude standing there, um, and he sees me, and he steps behind a tree. Oh God. Which is weird. That's not what normal people do. No, usually. but it's also not what I don't do. Like, it's not something I haven't done. Um, okay. But I, so, like, I just, I, so, but yeah. Sometimes I equate my, like, woodland weirdness to other people also. Mm, but that's... just in this setting, it was really, really weird. Also, I'm, like, half the size of every Dutch man in existence. So it's just creepy. Like there's, and so this dude is just standing behind a tree when he's kind of just like looking at me, like I can't see him. Okay. And that was super creepy. And then, and I was like, all right, well, we were trying to leave, but I was on the opposite side of the park. So I was like, I'll just walk with my dog very quickly to the other side of the park and leave because I get lost fog and I like somehow at this park I always get lost to the other side of the park Uh, yeah um and then it's like a and then it's like a 15 or 20 minute walk to get to get back so you were currently lost when you saw this man is that what you're saying yeah. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, I had actually I'd just been found. I just had just been like, oh shit, I am on the opposite side of the park again. Um. I so then I like realize that I turn around and there's a fucking man behind Jesus. a tree. Jesus. Okay. In the fog. Um. Literally, the only thing creepier. Wait. There's one thing. <laughs> it gets creepier. So I'm walking and there's not very many people out. Yeah there in that park currently because it's freezing and foggy as hell and it's like 4 30 so nobody people aren't like out of work yet and like i so i go to walk back and there's all of these like beautiful tree-lined uh uh pathways it's a very it's really dutch was like there will just be like a like a open park area and then right in the middle of it there's a pathway and they will line it with trees and it's really pretty and it's really cool in the fog Hmm. so i'll walk down them and um which is i guess how i get lost and i I like look over i'm passing by one to get fast back to my car because i'm like looking around at this point like is this creepy tree guy gonna just come grab me re every time i get nervous i just think i'm gonna die Um, well that's valid but okay yeah yeah, but i look over and there he is like standing in the middle of the 
damn path. What? Like not in my path, but like over again, like this whole thing, like on my right, standing in the middle of the path, just standing there. Like that sounds terrifying. And it's foggy. Yeah, the only thing that could have made that creepier is if he was like holding a balloon. I don't. I mean, yikes! That is like I just I'm, I'm, I just imagined him holding a balloon so that um, I don't know, just for my own. Because you like Stephen King, so maybe that makes you feel more comfortable. Yeah, probably. Um, but I was like, maybe if he was holding a balloon, it would just be like funny, creepy, what? weird, and not just like there's a weird guy st- standing. Wait, in the so fog. how did he get from like behind this tree to now in this path situation? So he walked, and he was walking essentially behind you. Is that no, no? It's not like the time I actually got followed. It's like in the woods. It's uh, it's like there's a bunch of paths and the. The trail he was, it's like there's a bunch of paths in a square, and the trail he was on cuts the square in half. And I was walking on one side of the square, and he must have been walking on the other side of the square. Okay. Like, I kind of got the vibe that he was being accidentally creepy this whole time. Like, he, he, like it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't like... Mm-mm. Okay. Mm -mm. At no point, if you are in a public park (laughs) and you are alone, you should keep it moving all the time. There's no reason to stand and look at anybody. No one wants that. In the fog. No one wants that. In the fog. Yeah, not a single fucking chance. Um, Yeah, PSA. Don't fucking do that. It's really creepy. Don't do that. Right. You mean bad, bad dead things yeah i don't um yeah nope that's yeah i do not give people the benefit of the doubt in that weird situation i would freak out yeah um uh yeah well i sent so when that happens i send my location to tom mm-hmm. my live location on whatsapp yeah. so then he can see my live location and if i get stolen he can follow me yeah well uh that's my that's my main defense fuck so that happened today yeah that happened like um an hour two hours ago jesus so okay so then you continue to your car and you're fine and he's gone or what how does this end yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I just, I just eventually got to my car. I just actually, when I just saw him on the path being creepy, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I shouted at him, and then, and then, um, I just went to my car and drove away, and that's it. That's that's the whole story. Um, Yikes! So. So the point of that was to say that literally every time I just feel a little nervous, I think I'm gonna die. Uh, well, in this particular scenario, um, all of those feelings are warranted. Um, but the, but, but, uh, feeling that way about sending an email, uh, asking for assistance with funding our business ain't the same shit. (laughs) No, but it elicits the same feeling. sure. I mean, that's what anxiety disorders do, but. 
Right. That's true. Um, yeah. Also, I somehow end up in situations like that sometimes. The woods thing? Yeah. Yes, often, because you go and wander in the woods by yourself. Yeah, I do. Right. Which, you know, can oftentimes be quite magical and lovely, but you know who else hangs out in the woods? Fucking creeps. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, and so then I wonder, like, am I a fucking creep? No. Maybe. I mean, perhaps if you were just standing there staring at somebody, but, like, there is... You don't. No. You're, you're walking. You're on your own hype. You're doing your own thing. You, you, yeah. I also have a dog. A dog is so. an instant buffer for, like, I'm a... Everything's fine. Like... <laughs> yeah. In general, if I see a dude alone in the woods and he doesn't have a dog, I run You're away. Crazy. Yeah. There is a... No. Yeah. I think... It's also okay to love to just go for walks. Like, that's that's perfectly fine. But don't engage with me. Because no. I'm just literally going to assume that you're there to commit murder. And also, don't stop walking. Don't hide behind trees. Don't, but don't like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep no, it moving. Yeah. Keep it moving. If you're there because you love hot, like, walks in the park, then walk in the park. Um, yeah. Sometimes I wonder if I creep people out because sometimes I like stop um, and look really closely at plants. That's also different though. You're looking at a weird thing, like on the side of a trail. Like you have a, that's a purpose. Yeah, or in the forest. Or like a hundred meters into the trail. Okay. Like, well, yeah, I'm it, sure people are like, what's that fucking. There's a hundred. Per- I'm just, what I'm saying is that there is a 100% chance that I have been a creep in the woods on accident so i think that like you're a weirdo in the woods they're creeps in the woods that's different okay yeah you're not wrong (laughs) i'm just trying to i i like i just don't want to feel like i'm gonna be stalked and killed in the park by my house i mean yeah there's been a couple strange instances there i think that that's really odd um and perhaps something to speak to someone about i know i mean there those are it was in two different places those are in two different places okay (laughs) um for people who don't like you guys they don't know what we're talking about anybody listening i was actually followed into the woods like a few months ago yeah that's what yeah the other instant was that one was way way creepier yeah well this one was just a dude hiding behind a tree yikes what is what is their life like i don't know um but yeah but you know what i mean you have a pretty good sense for when to be like this is just a bizarre human just doing dumb shit or like this is a big time like yeah problem, this is a like, yeah no and knowing that distinction is um yeah necessary i'm also like pretty like you pretty endlessly paranoid as soon as i step out of my um bed yeah i was gonna say house but actually <laughs> also paranoid in. <laughs> yeah bed literal yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah so yeah i'm on high alert it happens. i'm not a human to, i'm not a human to follow 
except on social media. Hey, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, shit. Yeah, we, I mean, we lived a city life for many, many years and have seen some rougher sides of life. And I think that that changes how you, how, uh, yeah. How you view the world? It ain't all hunky dory. Um, no, it ain't cute. So. I also have a degree in criminal justice, that... which, by the way, getting a degree in criminal justice is literally just reading about the terrible shit that people do to each other every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that is. It's, I, it's, I, it depends on how much of like a true crime fan you are. I, for me, it comes highly recommended i like it education mm-hmm. yeah yeah i feel like i'm a criminal justice major just from all of the true crime <laughs> podcasts and mm-hmm. documentaries i've watched at this point yeah but everyone in america is yeah. now it's like the hype which is hilarious that that's yeah like, we were like that before it was the hype true we were cool before it was cool yeah, well, damn, I don't have any stories like that to share about this week. I literally, I don't even know. Um, I went mini golfing. <laughs> like, all, all of my stories for this week are just cute. <laughs> well, I mean, I want a cute story because I don't, <laughs> the only other story I have this week is like, I sweated my fucking ass off been working out uh, working out working out and i and tom said that i i stunk <laughs> no that's definitely a win that you stunk yeah <laughs> yeah you worked out so hard until you were sweaty that is like Stinky. that is a feat that is quite a feat i can't i can't do that i don't know i'm not good at that but um you should try it. I'm gonna cut. We're gonna we're gonna do um, some aerobics workouts uh, while I'm there. I'm not even gonna pretend like you you would join me. <laughs> I love but... how your vibe changed like 180 degrees in that in that <laughs> one sentence of like we're gonna do this. And you're not even gonna try. Um, I'm not not down. I think it's it's a nice like midday thing as like a little break a little brain break a little get your blood pumping um yeah i'm into that we have to be we have to be active for one hour a day okay okay i could do that or something i could try i don't know yeah yeah my i i'm my average i track all of my activity and my average is like 80 85 minutes a day or something of of activity activity okay Mm -hmm. okay well which includes walking, yoga, biking, and rock climbing, and uh, physical activity. What am I? Yoga. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just like anything. I anything that I'm doing. Hmm. Well, um, I'm down to try. Definitely. I've been eating a lot of snacks and sweets here. I'm kind of. I'm not on vacation per se. I'm in southern. I'm in sunny Southern California. Um, and sort of on a little staycation and eating a lot of food and a lot of snacks. And I'm so jealous about it. Um, I'm on a not diet. You're on a not diet. 
Okay. okay. Yeah, it's when you just don't buy stuff. Okay. Just like a, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah, it's when you just don't have anything in your refrigerator. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. The poverty diet, though. I'm just kidding. Um, the yeah, that's just sometimes you got to do it that way. If you just don't keep snacks around, then you don't eat them, and that's good. Yeah, but I'm hungry. Well, it's like I I don't want to go make a meal. I want a snack. Forever struggles. Yeah. Forever. Well, how do you know when to say no to snacks? You don't. You can't ever say no to snacks, you know? Yeah. I really, I really, I did learn the Dutch word for snacks is snoopin. Snoopin. Yeah. Like, how about snoopin? Snoopin on some snoopin. Yeah. Like, how about snoopin? It means I love snacks. Oh, wow. That's cute. Which is a proper response to anything. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> to at any occasion. I would agree with that. Um, mm-hmm. I would agree. How are you today? It cow on snacks. Snoping. I love snacks. Snope. Yeah. Um, okay. Are you today? podcast. That's already happening, and we are doing that. And so, yeah, this week, we're talking about a funny little thing called boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about it a bit before. We have, but not in this specific way, because it was kind of like how to set boundaries with like, how to deal with people that overstep your boundaries. Right, right, right. And this is more, like, kind of the preemptive step to that, which is, like, how do you create... How do you set your yeah, how do you set boundaries? Boundary. And how do you know, like... And, and, and specifically, I think, like, what is your response when someone that you're working with, like, tries to... I also like, want to go over... I really want to go over like how, like how do you stop working or work within the boundary when you love what you do so much. Yeah. I think I think we I mean and this is relatively new but also something that like we've learned in the past few months is to just be like that's to really simply say that's out of the scope of our project. When someone asks us. That is like the unfortunate thing that you have to say sometimes. Because you're like, I wish I could do that. I would love that. You need that to happen. Mm-hmm. But you're not paying me for that. Yeah. But the other side of it, the, the dirtier side, I think, is when you're just, they don't ask. And all of a sudden, you're just doing it. Because you're just like... oh oh wait this needs to happen oh this would be so cool (laughs) i do that all of the time where i'm like and then i just send an email like hey i set this thing up for you because i think it's cool or because it would be really because i because it's really helpful because you need this whatever 
Like, luckily, I feel like you mostly use that energy for our own work, our own company, and not so much the, our yeah. clients. That's how I, that's the only way for me to deal with it. <laughs> just, just to overgive to our, <laughs> yeah. our, our own company. On your... Yeah. Yeah, but unf- I mean, I don't know if this is unfortunate or, or not, but like, unfortunately, the when we're working with clients, I get really inspired yeah. because we only work with people that we are inspired by. But like, I just get super stoked on like what I'm doing and what could and what and what you're doing because we often do radically different pieces of projects mm-hmm. and then I think of like another like a bunch more stuff that could be really beneficial right it's like so client specific it's so specific where it's like oh shit I just came up with a whole new strategy that's gonna make you a ton of money (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and so then I like am either sending a strategy or like you know people pay us for strategies and once someone is our client I basically am like here's a strategy and here's a really good idea and here's an extra thing and like <laughs> shit like I need I yeah. like you just need somebody to be like girl stop you are not getting paid for that it sucks though I mean I think that because we want like that it's a double-edged sword we, we love our the clients that we work with and the the companies that we get to partner with and so we love the projects that we're working on with them and we want them to succeed we want this you know these businesses to succeed as much as possible just because we're so stoked on what they're doing not necessarily because that Mm -hmm. has anything to do with like our relationship with them or like you know um Mm -hmm. but so we'll get we yeah it's it's easy to get caught up in like well like it's just I like no one they're not gonna do it and like I want to do this for them and like it's because like they're gonna it'll make such a difference or it'll be so nice yeah and also like I want the experience of doing right. it yeah um yeah and it's a slippery slope and it just sort of I think it's mm-hmm. particular to like newer client-based businesses um which we are in that (laughs) we are one of those (laughs) and yeah and so we're definitely you know kind of learning to to sort of iron out those details and stuff um but yeah I just kind of like I would love to hear how other folks manage that intrinsic like desire for helping their clients succeed versus like that is not what I'm being paid for right now like that's a great Mm -hmm. goal to have let's give them a proposal about that idea in a couple months or something you know but yeah yeah it's a tough it's a really tough balance and I definitely struggle with it I want to like be able you know if a client hits me up for whatever I want to be like yep got it done totally yes um Mm-hmm. I if there comes a time where I have to be like I don't that's, sorry that's not within our scope like it takes me way longer to like actually I have to like 
chat with you all about it and like feel okay mm-hmm. about like is it okay to say no to this the answer is yes the answer the is answer always, is always yes. yes but it's uh yeah it's a tough thing as a as a new like a newer and also like as somebody that just wants like I want to go above and beyond for the people we work with all of our mm-hmm. clients are stoked on us right like they and a lot of it is not it's not because we do extra work but it's because we know what we're doing yeah. and like I can we can guide people through this is what gets me I can guide you through how you need to do it like but it, honestly if I just do it it's going to take like a quarter of the time and be done better. <laughs> yes. So I just do it. I just do the thing. I, I don't know. I like I think we should maybe come up with a protocol to be like this is a thing that like we're not being paid for but I want to do should we <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't think, I think we've gotten lucky that we, it hasn't gotten out of hand yet at all. And I know that there, there's definitely some people that have like horror stories dealing with some clients that ask them for, yeah. you know, everything in the world and like never even talk about how they're going to pay for it. You know, I think that, I think, right. but we're like, we're we're stronger we than that in as individual humans so like we wouldn't stand for that just right in, in general this is a fucking business like nah um right like- exactly <laughs> i think you and i are better at saying no to other people than we are at like saying at like keeping the boundary on ourselves yeah, yeah. that's true yeah like if somebody asks me for something I that like is out of the scope, I'm perfectly fine with just being like, no. Mm-hmm. But there's a it's like it's like with snacks. <laughs> like seriously, I can I can't say no to that. If Tom like Tom just walked in the door, if he comes in here with a snack, I'm gonna eat it on this wewala, even though I know I'm podcasting. <laughs> Because I can't. Say You're gonna no. eat it on this. What did you just say? Eat it on this, on this pot, on this oh, podcast. Oh. <laughs> Thought there was an extra word. What in. does it sound like? Oh no! Eat well, it on I, this. We should try to figure. That's what I heard. Oh, <laughs> I probably I made like, some weird cool. noise. <laughs> I find that I make up words a lot. It's fine. Hey, you're operating um, in a space where you're in between two languages. You can do whatever you want. Sure, do I sure am. <laughs> um, snacks. so yeah, but I snacks like I want the snack, I have no power to control myself past I fucking want that. So if I can't do it with like a chip, how am I supposed to do it with this project that I feel really passionate about? I just don't have an I don't have an op, I don't have an idea. Hmm discipline self-discipline yeah how do you do how do you have that where does that come from that's the real question (laughs) um I don't know yeah that is not a skill I've had 
in my life, like ever, unfortunately. Um, I, I'm lucky that I somehow made it this far. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's like I'm. You're I'm raging. exaggerating, of course. I exaggerate all the time. For anyone who is actually listening, please know that I'm always exaggerating and not being fully. Cheap. Yeah, Courtney just. Courtney just talks bullshit. Like, just don't. Especially (laughs) here. Like, just don't. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But, like, just, I I don't know. In all honesty, though, having discipline over those sorts of things uh, is definitely a challenge for me. Um, Like. Yeah. uh, Maybe we should just tell each other what you you aren't getting paid for that (laughs) yeah I mean yeah I think that we do a pretty good job at like keeping up on like what each other are working on and if something is like well what the why are you doing that like yeah yeah (laughs) we have too many other things I feel like we've had that conversation right Right. really wasting a bunch of time on like nonsense but um but there are times, yes. Um, it's like, this is not important yeah. right now. I'm going to not do this right now. Um, I think that just kind of goes back to priority um, also. Because I can also find myself, like, not wanting to do something on my to-do list. So I do something extra for a client it's especially true if I have to talk to tax people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then it's easy to say well this client needed my help no they fucking don't I made I made an extra step so that I could avoid what I was doing I'm well aware that I I do that Um, and it's great for them you know, it's also like, I also typically learn something. It's also fine, but it, yeah, it does go back to, there's a, there's a difference between going above and beyond for the people we work with and working for free. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, it's a slippery slope. So it's just like, yeah, it's a, it's a boundary that we wanted to discuss because this is definitely something that any client business owner is mm-hmm. going to deal with um mm-hmm. your clients are always going to want the world um yes and they are absolutely they absolutely should ask yeah like i think this is something new for me that we kind of spoke about yesterday or like in this last week or something. Cause I don't know what days are days. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we spoke on is like, our, our clients are going to ask for stuff. Like they're gonna, they're just going to. And it's just like, they're going to ask for stuff that like, isn't expressly written in our, mm. in our scope of work. Mm. It's their pri- it's their prerogative too, and they should. Because if they can get extra work, they should. That's just the reality of running a business. If I can get something extra, yeah, I'm gonna ask for it. <laughs> like 
you know, we pay our tax guys. I'm going to ask them and utilize that in every way possible. Mm. So it's really up to us to say no and to set the boundary. Like it's really up to the person that's being hired or the the client-based business Mm. to set those boundaries. It is not up to the client. Hell no, no way. Cause yeah, I mean, it's in best, it's in their best interest to ask for something that they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so they should do that. And like, if you have a client that's like, you know, actually asking you for things that clearly means that they need it. So it's like, if it's something mm-hmm. that you're you know, let's say you were hired for a very specific product for a project and a client was asking you about something completely unrelated and maybe you give like a couple tips or something here and there, but then, you know, they ask again or they ask, a, you know, even like a third time after you've kind of helped them out, but like not done it for them. I think it's just some, something to just like watch. And if it's, if, if it continues to happen, then like yeah. fucking send a proposal, like yeah. It. right (laughs) right because you should get paid for that like clients when that's rather than seeing it as like fuck this client just keeps asking me for more stuff think about it as like that you are this person's lifeline to this project and you should send them a proposal for what they're asking you you about right they're essentially doing like market research for you like they this is what they need right okay cool so like you know they they know that you can provide that to them mm-hmm. so make it happen you know send right you know say Offer yeah it. say hey i see that this is something that is you know continuously been a challenge or something that is you know, the ball is dropping here and I would love to, to help out and offer my services. Here you go. X number mm-hmm. of dollars. Um, Cause yeah. Otherwise you're just yeah. going to get caught up in a cycle of never getting paid for the work that you're doing. You're and be... then you don't feel like your yeah. value is enough and it's just a fucking negative, really negative cycle. That's an, yeah. And then, and then, because they always need stuff from you yeah. and you get like, I've, I've definitely fallen into that or like I've given a lot and then been like frustrated. Um, and then just been like, I don't want to work with this client anymore, even though like we had a really good relationship. And I was for, at that point was like, a, this is, this is before, this is before Dandelion. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah. Yeah, and where I was like, this this company is just asking me for so much, baby freelancer op. This company is asking me for way too much, and like, I just keep like, what should I do? And people, nobody would really have a, a response because I don't ha- like I don't have a freelance net or yeah, freelancer network. But if I could go back and talk to baby freelancer, Rob, I would be like, send those people a proposal or tell them that you need to increase your pricing mm-hmm. because you can ruin really incredible client relationships by yeah. resenting them for asking you for things 
when it's their prerogative. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just like another one of the things that you have to just be really like strong and confident about as a business owner is like, uh, is, is setting those, setting those boundaries and being really clear and being confident enough to be like, yes, I can do that. But here, right. here's a bill. Like, yeah. Um, I did not yeah. get into being a business owner um, for my confidence. So I was really not ready for that. It's, it is. A, yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason why we started this fucking podcast is so we could talk about some of the, like, <laughs> yeah. like challenges that we feel as like, not only introverts, but also just like, we are not sales women. Oh, no, <laughs> we are not like we are marketers are not salespeople let's just say yeah like yeah I, yeah um yeah in, that's in let's just blanket statement that yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah right like marketers are not salespeople yeah and 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 being able to market a product um for a client is entirely different than than like marketing y- yourself as mm-hmm. an individual being yeah Um, right we're a b2b company working with b2c companies like yes we can be a b2 we can sell b2c much better than we can sell b2b ourselves yeah which i think is very interesting and something i'm we're actively like working on but through yeah yeah, I just yeah. I didn't know that it would be such a difference, but it's actually it's actually a really big difference. It's a huge, huge. And huge for all difference. you people that say no, it's not, you're wrong. Or like, <laughs> okay, no, I mean, tell us why yeah, you think yeah. that is. Like, I am. Yeah, I'd be really curious. I mean, yeah. I think it would be crazy for anyone to sort of overgeneralize like that and be like, it's the same shit. I think the idea that 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 not that knowledge is out there and I think the idea is that even when you're working with b2b you're still working with the human yeah so you speak to them in the same way okay yeah then that that, that is true I I accept that reasoning many many similarities a lot of it is quite parallel but it, yeah. when when what you're selling is yourself and your own and what you bring to the table there's like then it gets in your head and then there's a whole extra layer of strangeness yeah, there is an extra layer um maybe we should start thinking of ourselves as <laughs> products <laughs> honestly but like that like you kind of have to and that's sort of part of this setting boundaries thing is like yeah Yes, I know that when I show up to a meeting, I show up with 10 years of experience, but like, I can't, like, this relationship or this, this, this client discussion right now, they might ask, you know, all sorts of questions. And maybe, yeah, you have the ability to answer all of them. But like, literally, if you're being paid to just like, you know, click a few buttons for somebody or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. You just maybe have to watch how yeah. much you give. And, and we're not saying don't 
answer these questions with like I would not not suggest to somebody just answer the question with pay me more god no 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 (laughs) I would say (laughs) yeah yeah but in general you know there's a level of that's out of my scope of work that is kind of like we don't say that until it's egregious yeah and I want to back that up a little bit just internally like we, we should say that a little sooner because we really don't say it until it's like actually we're doing stuff. But yeah, but answering questions like we get emails a lot that are that are just questions that it's just like, here's the answer to your question. We're not being paid to work yes. on it, but it's just a general question because we are our clients lifelines. Totally. You know, we do answer all of those difficult questions like, what do I say if I go out of stock or, you know, how should we, what's the better way to, you know, uh, collect this fee or whatever, you know, those types of questions, like we're not getting paid to teach you to run your business. However, when we do answer those questions, like it's a lifesaver for them. We are coming with experience. And when you come Mm -hmm. to to the table with that with the level of experience that we have in our industry you know that's what we're doing here is building a brand and teaching people how to do mm. this stuff and yeah at that point yeah. when it becomes like we're getting asked this question a lot and this person needs help we do make another proposal yeah yeah thank you for that distinction that is definitely definitely true yeah <laughs> yeah don't <laughs> don't in, don't in a meeting be like um I'm not getting paid to answer that. <laughs> like, don't. Right. Like, no, no, That's no, intellectual no. property that right, you right. aren't paying for. It's never right. an answer you want to give someone. Absolutely not. Yeah. And, and, and truly, like, the more value that you can bring to someone on calls, it, does, it doesn't fucking hurt anything at all. No. Um, they can literally probably Google it and find the answer. Right. But like being and, and continuing that relationship of you being that lifeline for this, that this client is like, that's very, very important. But I think that, um, yeah, I think that what the point I was trying to make was like for people who are just like constantly asking for like more. Yeah. Yeah. Or like you're, you know, asking for your, your, your feedback on stuff or asking for your, your professional right. opinion on something. And if, if, you're being paid to do something that's quite like entry level, but then they are asking for kind of your expert level knowledge on something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not raise your not, prices then. Yeah. Yeah. And, and because that's... oftentimes, and, and be aware that when you raise your prices, people leave. Yeah. Some people walk away and, and you have to be okay with that. Like I've had it happen where exactly what you're saying court like I had a you know there I'm paying being paid like to click some buttons and put some stuff in and blah 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 but now I'm having these these hour two hour like an hour strategy meeting with me you are gonna get on about email or content you're gonna get basically a full strategy and a bunch of new ideas and I know that I'm an expert I've been doing this for a long time I'm having, it just comes naturally. It's just, you know, it, it, like put me in a strategy meeting. You better be paying me for a strategy, right? Mm. Like, 
and I had that with a client before dandelion and you know I was realizing that every other week I'm having these strategy meetings and I'm charging them like I'm doing this like derp a derp email put together I just <laughs> I just emailed right. them and I, yeah I just one day like kind of oh you kind of it happens slowly, right? All of a sudden you're just like, shit, I'm doing so much. I just made you $6,000 or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. One day I just said, shit, I, I created this huge thing for these, this client and that's not what I'm getting paid for. And so I just emailed them, you know, I just messaged them and said, basically exactly that nicely. And, they were like, see ya. Mm -hmm. That happens. Yeah. I think that there's always going to be people that don't see the, um, you know, where you don't see eye to eye on the value of the services that you bring to the table. And um, so that's just something to watch for as well. Um, Yeah. If you're not being valued, it's better. And in that situation, I will say that in that situation, that wasn't the case. Um, that was the case of they're asking because it's their prerogative to ask and I'm just giving. And when I say then like, I've been giving this to you and, and these are my rates for what I've been giving you, their response was you're worth it, but that's not what we want to pay you for. So I, that there is that, that happens as well. Uh, but there is that other situation (laughs) where, you're like uh, being asked for so much. And then you say, basically, like, I, I, this is so much more than I can offer you at the rate that you're giving me. And there beca- there's a, like an emotional issue or a client that just like doesn't, I don't know how to describe mm. it, doesn't take it well, I would say. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing with some small businesses is that those the business owners feel so intensely tied to every aspect of their business. And, and so when they create some sort of a business relationship with a consultant or with like, um, you know, an independent contractor. Yeah, or a um, supplier even. That I've seen yeah, that. yeah. Like, and when something goes not, you know, according to their plan, or, you know, they they came out of the blue or something they can take it quite personally um especially if they feel like the relationship that you you may have was sort of like friendly there's Mm -hmm. just a lot of sort of slippery slopes and kind of red flags to look for yeah um that are that make it easier for people to uh to kind of slip into that space of asking for too much and and trying to it, may, it might not even be intentional on their part of like asking for too much and intentionally not paying you for it or something, but mm-hmm. sometimes it definitely is. Um, but, but, but regardless of intention, it's something that you need to sort of have a, your guards up about yeah. as it's as, your responsibility. Right. Like, I guess it's, or it's our your responsibility. Business. Right. Um, yeah, for us, it's an hour, um, which is 
once again something that I'm quite thankful for. Um, and <laughs> shout, shout out to solopreneurs. Can we change? Can we change the name of this podcast to shout out to solopreneurs? <laughs> Honestly, it is never. It it has to happen now. It's just a tradition at this point. We're giving a shout out to solopreneurs. I'm I'm on the camp of maybe we change the name. That's super funny. Um, <laughs> the name of our podcast is Shout Out Solopreneurs because we're not that. <laughs> like, what? Because like, we, yeah, we can't do that. Um, it just, I mean, yeah, things get so much easier when you have someone to bounce something off of or like, is this weird? Is this too much? Or am I being, mm-hmm. am I internalizing this? Or, um, you know, maybe some people don't think about it so much, but we sh- I I, do. <laughs> I do too, and I don't. I refuse to believe that there are people in the world that go along with their day and just just keep on going and never think about it. There definitely are people that no. operate that way. No, no, <laughs> no. I reject it. <laughs> I reject you. You. You have those people have stomach issues. What? I don't know. They're just holding. <laughs> they have they have liver issues. They're they're just holding way too much in, and it's gonna it's gonna fi- make them physically ill. Probably later in life. Honestly, though, you're not wrong. I'm not kidding. Um. Yeah. All y'all just got herbally assessed right now. <laughs> yeah. You people that think it's all fine and you can just hold it all in, you just wait. Yeah. You're, yeah. It will manifest itself somehow physically. Yeah. And then. Probably in stomach issues ways. or acid reflux. That's the most common. Hmm. Interesting, right? Acid reflux. It just comes. It's just, yeah. That Makes sense. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. bodies I don't know it's all connected though it is <sighs> anywho have boundaries about your health have boundaries about your mental <laughs> health have boundaries about your job yeah oh and if you just have a job like not just have a job because having a job is also hard congrats on having a job <laughs> congrats on having yeah. a job um, if that's your life also set boundaries with your job Mm -hmm. because I think you and I have both 100% fallen prey to job boss world where we're like oh well we get paid um to just be this person slave for eight hours a day Uh Um, and just do and just do whatever that's not the reality you're hired for a position um, and if it's this, if the same goes for the people that are hired for a position and are asked to continually do more, just yeah. like, don't make you, I mean, you can make a proposal, um, but maybe just a PowerPoint or send an email being like, these are the, this is my job description. These are the extra activities I've been doing. I should be paid more. Mm-hmm. Same. That type of negotiation stuff is really, really challenging for a lot of people. Dude, it's so um, hard. I get it. I mean, it's such it's such a mental thing of, of like knowing your 
it's a worth thing worth, yeah mm-hmm. and I feel like part of it it's also like rooted in perfectionism and wanting everything to be done really well yeah um yeah I think there's a lot there's a lot of things that are pretty deep in the boundary world Hmm. that's why we have to have them right yes <laughs> it's way easier to set boundaries than to like dig into your brain space of why your boundaries are being pushed why you're allowing your like internal boundaries to be pushed that's what I've learned true I sort of had to do the second one which then allowed me to do the first one like I definitely had to like understand why I was feeling like certain things were like why I was being getting upset Yep. when at, at, at certain asks or whatever previous jobs um and why I you know was feeling like I couldn't ask for more money um mm-hmm. there's a yeah a whole lot of psychological stuff involved there that I definitely had to kind of just put away with um yeah once I was no longer sort of getting like hearing that sort of like negative reinforcement of, of the belief that I wasn't good enough for some for something. Um, yeah. And then once you like kind of understand like what it was that was sort of triggering that weird little feeling that you're having, um, I felt like it was a lot easier to sort of like then understand my boundaries in general and be able to sort of like set them now for myself moving forward because every business endeavor is going to be entirely different in terms of like how uh how involved you are what exactly you're doing you know um and and I think that um so it's like important to sort of reassess those things anytime that something might shift in your, your business mm-hmm. work world. Um, mm-hmm. Or in yeah. your personal world and how That's true. there, yeah. there are days like I think my, and it's probably because I work from home and run my own business. You know, we run it there. We run this together. It, like I think our personal boundaries are also important when it comes to work yeah and that seems a little strange but I feel like when my personal boundaries are pushed my work suffers a lot so yeah and and vice versa actually so I think being strong on both fronts right like we can we can separate work and play we can separate work and personal whatever it's we can do that like in our brains but emotionally we can't when you're feeling an emotion like leave it at the door is not real it's what you feel I wholeheartedly disagree like so against that leave it at the door bullshit like yeah it's the same type of people that would be like men don't cry (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I like can't cry. Like it's the same fucking antiquated ass bullshit. But... Right. If you're feeling away, it's you gonna feel, you. That's it. Yes. It's yeah. gonna affect you. So when we when I talk about boundaries, I also feel like it's important to mention that personal boundaries are important too. Because like yeah. you're saying, with having that boundary pushed with that little thing that 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 fucks with your self worth. Yeah. That is personal. Yeah. That is not, that's professional. And that's a really good way to manipulate somebody into doing more shit for you. But it's personal. Mm-hmm. And all of boundary work is personal. It's, always. It's very true. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I, I think it's like, and it's something that I think more like younger women, I think especially are just sort of like prone to ha- feeling like they just sort of have to deal with because you're like, am I being overly emotional? Am I overthinking? Oh my am God. I... Every single day, am I being overly emotional? <laughs> right. But like, I think, yeah, to your point, like when you're feeling any sort of, when you're feeling anything, like just... Like, you just have to try to understand what it is that made you feel that way. And, mm-hmm. like, that's that's just, you know. Positive or negative. Of, yes, yes. Um, absolutely. Like, this is, the, we talk a lot about, like, negative feelings here because we, um, because we do. I don't know. We have them. Uh, we have yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> we also have really positive feelings and we do a lot of laughter, but we don't talk yeah. about it as much. And, but I like, I feel like if you're having a negative feeling, identify why it's giving you that feeling and stop doing that. If you're having a positive feeling, you also need to identify why you're feeling good. Like, and not just like, I, you know, I had a nice day. It's like, what? Like how much I, I, for me, it's like, how much sleep did I get? How much exercise did I get Uh, every, like how Mm -hmm. much food did I eat? How much snacks did I have? Honestly, the more snacks I have, the less positive I feel, which is a really sad correlation. Ooh, uh uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Yeah. I don't care. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love that. Fuck those boundaries. <laughs> yeah, fuck that boundary. Uh, but no, I'm doing a really good job at my empty fridge. My fridge is not completely empty. It is just full of things I like vegetables, um, and mm-hmm. and things that aren't chips. Yes, that's good. No, I think that yeah, you have to make those those changes sometimes. Snack boundaries. And you're you've set a solid boundary and you're trying to stick to it and that's the best that we can do yep sure is snack boundaries snack boundaries work boundaries Mm -hmm. life boundaries relationship boundaries all of them have them make them stick to stick to them yep oh yeah i mean that was good for us (laughs) at the same time i think it's important i but to like really stick to them because you can set all the boundaries you want, but if you don't just do it, shit. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Then you just feel fucking guilty. Then it's just, yeah. A boundary should be 
yeah, something that is honored more than like a fucking New Year's resolution that you're not going to follow. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Boundaries are things that are really are that like really matter to it's like part it's, of you. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Like you're making yourself a, a promise to keep yourself safe and stable. Yeah. Do it. Um, okay. <laughs> Do it. Is that all we got? I think that's all we got. That's all we got. Boundaries. Oh, we got set your boundaries. Don't hide behind trees and stare at people. Oh, yeah. Also, that. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. That's crossing a boundary. Dude. Oh, my God. Big time. What? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't just hide behind trees and stare at people because you'll probably make their boundaries feel weird. Guy. Guy in woods. Um. he's like the only person that listens to our podcast (laughs) he's like oh shit that's me i'm guy in woods (laughs) (laughs) Um, i don't know but yeah um what a what a crazy day um but anywho yeah yeah next our next podcast we're gonna be together (gasps) whoa yeah we will so yeah the audio might be a little bit different because we're gonna actually be sitting in the same room normally we're doing these from across the globe thanks to the Mm -hmm. internet Mm -hmm. Um, thanks internet yeah clutch um so yeah next week we will be together pretty exciting stuff Um, oh yeah Stay tuned for all of the excitement. Absolutely. Um, as always, hit us up, info at dandelionbranding.com. Uh, yep. If you have any thoughts on this whole boundary setting thing, um, do you have any stories, any, like, fucking horror stories? Of- oh, yeah. <laughs> join our join our market. If you join our, um, what's it called, our Facebook group, yeah. the, our Facebook group is the first people that actually we actually send this to um i would love to hear horror stories boundary boundary pushing horror stories please join our facebook group is the curious marketer i just changed the name it's the curious marketer quick tips for busy entrepreneurs busy busy business owners something like that the curious marketer you can find it awesome yeah yeah our instagram is dandelion underscore branding this is also just so they can find us everywhere this is also true but um yeah all the links will be in the description of this podcast wherever you're listening to it if that's a thing on your spotify i don't even actually know but i don't know i don't i don't know how to see descriptions on spotify so we're just saying it is nice good point we're learning tell us what yeah. would be helpful for you <laughs> yeah that's great um, so anywho yep um, well, Ab, I will see you in a couple days. Yeah. Pretty okay. wild. Bye, dude. Um, yes. Bye, everybody. Thanks bye, everybody. For listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye.